Hello, this is Jose Parapulli, solution priest and clinical psychologist at Sumedha Sanda Jolikot with another edition of Psyche and Soul. This weekend, we shall look at some basic needs that have to be satisfied for us to experience emotional maturation and well-being. We are all needy. All of us, infants, children, adolescents and adults are needy. Needy for food, for rest, for attention, for appreciation, for love and so on. When our need is fulfilled, we feel happy and we spread happiness around. Just think of an infant that has been breastfed and the blissful face of satisfaction and contentment that results and how that bliss becomes infectious bringing happiness to the mother and the others around. Our happiness depends among other important contributors to need fulfillment. A fundamental principle in psychology is that all behavior is need-driven. In other words, we behave in a particular way, whether that behavior is good, bad, beautiful or ugly, because we have a need that we want to satisfy. The various theories of development that we have explored in the previous podcasts Ericksonian, self-psychology and attachment describe the healthy ways to fulfill these needs and what happens when we are able or not able to fulfill them. Our basic emotional needs. Many of us would be familiar with Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of human needs represented by the famous triangle at the wide base of which is survival needs for food, shelter and clothing and at the narrow top the self-actualization needs. Maslow refers to all human needs here. In this podcast, we shall focus only on our emotional or psychological needs. 
psychologists have been trying to shortlist the basic psychological needs. One such shortlist is the one proposed by Richard Ryan and Edward Dicci, who formulated what is known as self-determination theory. According to this theory, there are three basic emotional needs. When these are satisfied, we grow up healthy, are driven by intrinsic motivation, and experience a sense of well-being. When these are not realized, our emotional development is stunted, motivation diminished, and our happiness compromised. Which are these basic emotional needs? First, relatedness. The need for belongingness and connectedness. The need to feel accepted and loved. Second, competence. The need to have a sense of self-efficacy, to feel that we are capable of achieving desired results, to feel confident that we can be successful and effective in what we set out to do. And third, autonomy. The freedom to give direction to our lives, to make choices or have a say on matters that affect our lives. These basic needs must be satisfied not only in childhood but across the lifespan for us to experience an ongoing sense of well-being. Basic Needs and Intrinsic Motivation One major dynamic that we need to keep in mind in understanding emotional maturation is motivation. Success in life as well as satisfaction in life is built on what is called intrinsic motivation, which refers to doing an activity for the inherent satisfaction of the activity itself, that is, when we are motivated by the value of an activity or by an abiding personal interest in it. On the other hand, extrinsic motivation is at work when an activity is undertaken to attain some expected or promised external rewards contingent on compliance or task performance. Thus, in the school setting, for example, intrinsic motivation is involved when one studies because one is really interested in that subject. Extrinsic motivation is involved when one studies because of the benefits it may bring. These basic needs of relatedness, competence and autonomy are all involved in fostering intrinsic motivation. A secure, supportive relational base is essential for developing intrinsic motivation. For example, when children engage in a task ignored by their caretakers, when there is no mirroring, they are observed to have low intrinsic motivation and their achievement level is lowered. When students experience their teachers as cold and uncaring, intrinsic motivation is reduced. Thus, high-quality performance seems to require the presence of appreciative and encouraging mirroring figures. Opportunities for choice, initiative, creativity and experimentation, so very necessary to build competence, 
also enhance intrinsic motivation because these provide us a greater feeling of autonomy. Thus, when both children and adults are given freedom to organize their activities the way they would like to, they are more intrinsically motivated and show greater interest and creativity. Research has shown that teachers who support autonomy generate in their students greater intrinsic motivation, curiosity, and desire to face and overcome challenges. On the contrary, students who are taught with a more controlling approach not only lose initiative but learn less effectively. Parents who support autonomy, composed to controlling parents, have children who are more intrinsically motivated. In regard to adults, autonomy basically means the capacity to make one's own decisions without undue pressure or fear. It supposes a setting where thinking and personal responsibility are not stifled or just tolerated but encouraged. A facilitative environment. An important point to note here is that when matters, what matters more than someone helping us to meet these basic needs is whether the environment in which we find ourselves is one that facilitates or thwarts the fulfillment of needs. An environment that encourages relatedness, competence and autonomy facilitates healthy emotional development. On the other hand, an environment characterized by lack of connectedness, excessive control and non-optimal challenges disrupt our intent inherent growth potentials, curb our initiative and lead to distress and psychopathology. So, if we want to grow emotionally healthy as well as achieve our potential for growth and high quality performance, we need environments that foster the fulfillment of these basic emotional needs. And if we want others to experience the same, we need to create for them such an environment. We could take a few moments to consider if our needs for relatedness, autonomy and competence are being met or not. We could also consider how we are helping those around us to meet these needs for relatedness, competence and autonomy. We know that our God is very interested in our emotional well-being, our health and our happiness. Our God 
wants us to experience relatedness and become competent. Our God respects our freedom to make choices by giving us free will. Our God wants us to make choices that lead to health and happiness. However, God does not force us. We could stay for a while with the memories and feelings this reflection is evoking in us and talk to this God about our experiences and desires and longings related to these basic emotional needs for relatedness, competence and autonomy. Have a pleasant weekend where you experience enhanced relatedness, competence and autonomy. Be well, be safe and be blessed.